I'm gonna call someone who knows someone who knows Janet's surgeon. Whoa, 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 whoa. We, we were kidding. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Tony, listen to me. You're stunning. Your bone structure, your skin, the small of your back is exquisite. What? I noticed. Okay, the three of us always talk about how you look the youngest of all of us. Uh-uh-uh. So for me, John, girl, don't get crazy. Y'all know I'm 25. Maya, everybody is sick of you being 25. You have been 25 since we met you. I know. I've been lying about my age ever since I met you. You're 27. No, now I really am 25. Actually, had your party when I was 16. I just didn't want to admit it so I knew y'all better. Hello guys, welcome. Welcome to a Quiet Storm version of Oh Hell Yes! This is Nettie. And I'm Etsy. And Etsy, how you doing today? How'd you like the episode? It was interesting. I remember that scene. I feel like that's a scene that's used a lot when they're talking about the recap of the show. So it was just nice to get a refresh of where that scene actually came from within the show. Yeah, I, um... I, it's a very popular episode. A lot of people like it. I've seen a lot of comments about that one, how that's one of the funniest things in television history. And I, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think it's that funny, but uh, we'll get into that. Uh, today's episode is called Secrets and Eyes. And it aired October 7th, 2002, originally, um, written by Regina Hicks. Um, but before we get into that, Etsy, I, I heard that you were uh, hanging out with Rihanna the other day. Were you hanging out with Rihanna? I was. I was at the Savage Fenty premiere. I know you bitches out there is jealous. Don't be I mad. I was mad jealous. I was like, well, you ain't calling nobody up. All right, cool. Etsy, do your thing. And I was like, oh, hey, Ri, how are you, girl? She's so sweet. You know, we love Ri over here. All right, 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 right. That's cool. You have a plus one? Or they, they, they keep it tight over there. They keep it tight. No, they keep it tight. Tighter than a virgin. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, that's cool that you got to see all the stuff. You see anything you like there? Um, I really like the performances were cute. Um, Bia performed. Well, this is when they had the, the preview of the, of the actual Savage Fancy Show, which is now streaming on Amazon Prime. It was a good show, bitch. Production? You better give yourself a round of a motherfucking applause because I can see the work. Y'all niggas is out here. Okay. Well, you gotta. You gotta You gotta live up to the name brand. You got to. This ain't Kmart. <laughs> this ain't Vicky's. Like, you gotta, you gotta, yes. you gotta do it big. Yeah, it was, it was a cute event. Etsy be out here. Yeah, she be out here. So, that sounds awesome. We'll see if I can go to the next one. I don't know. Oh, I gotta check my check my schedule. You know, I'm booked and busy, so you know, I I I gotta see. You know, we be out here. We do. <laughs> um, so let's get into the episode. I gave you the stats and everything. We start out here in Williams Jacuzzi once again. It seems like we start here a lot. Mm-hmm. They like using that set. It's it's getting a little boring for me, but uh, sure. Uh, William comes home and Maya is already in his hot tub. Which I'm like, and he don't know that. He walks in surprised to see her. 
And come to find out, he's giving out keys to the apartment now? I mean, to the house? Just like Joan is? Why do they do this? Girl, I don't know. It's do very we know weird. Maya like that? No. Jesus. He's Jones and Tony's friend and Lynn's friend. Well, Maya's he, he like... does work at, Maya does work where he works, but are y'all mm. close enough to be handing out to Keen? I don't know about all that, but uh, he comes in and he wants to get in the hot tub. But uh, Maya said she'd rather be alone because uh, she's had a really tough day. And William's like, well, I had a tough day, too. He's like, you know Mm. what? It's fine, though. I have a bottle of Napa Valley Cabernet Mm -hmm. and that that'll do the trick. That'll relax me. And Maya's like, oh, you mean this Cabernet? And she pulls out the bottle. She actually finished it. Mm. So uh, lesson learned here. Don't give out your keys. Yeah, I think that's the number one lesson. Mm -hmm. People will finish your Cabernet before you can get to it. You know, like when you come home and you you have that food that you've been waiting on all day. Mm -hmm. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. You be thinking about it all day. He was thinking about that jacuzzi all day and that and that bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. And he came home and she had already gotten into it. Mm. So, yeah, lesson. Uh, Next, we are at Joan's house. Maya's doing laundry there. She's about to she's about to do it. And Lynn comes in. She already has a load in there and eating Maya's food. Mm-hmm. And Maya asks her what she's doing at the house. And she's like, I'm doing laundry, even though she doesn't live there anymore. But William has all this stuff at his house. But the problem is, is that he's taking away everyone's privileges from using his stuff at his house because Maya has been overstepping her boundaries. So now everybody's in trouble. Mm. And we find out whose birthday is it? It's Tony's birthday coming up. And how old is she turning? 30, 31? She's turning 31. Wink, wink. And <laughs> so uh, Joan brought, bought her some pad thai. Mm-hmm. Is it pate? They were saying pate. Is that what you call it? You mean pad thai? I thought that's what they meant, but they said pate the whole time. Listeners, let us know if we not. <laughs> if I'm going to say pad thai. Shit, right? I looked it up, <laughs> but... But whatever. I thought you were saying patty, like like Jamaican patty with with, with a little oh, with no. a little Tony razzle dazzle. Tony don't eat that shit. Stop that. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I like it. I just think Tony Tony's too bougie for that. Oh, God. <laughs> for real. Uh, but we find out that Tony hates birthday parties, but Joan's gonna throw one anyway because she don't give a fuck about people's feelings and what they like. And she wanted to do something really nice for her for her 30th birthday do like a big dinner but they weren't talking so Mm. she's doing this all for tony now that she's 31 and the way she's gonna get around the whole tony doesn't like parties thing is she's gonna have a surprise party and uh maya's like um well she doesn't like parties why not just give her what she wants Mm -hmm. and do you remember what jones response is she said i don't got 10 million dollars or millionaire man or millionaire dick she said man or dick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she said i don't have 10 million dollars or a millionaire's penis oh yeah that oh <laughs> uh, yeah she said that it's uh that's she's crazy um but that's I, I can imagine that's what tony wants that sounds right on par yeah don't we all well i mean yeah we all want that but like 
what do you go go to the store and order like five of them from the from the grocery store like where do you find that <laughs> when you order it on amazon order some millionaire dick on amazon i wish shout out to ship amazon. it here in three to five business days like how else do you get that it's actually amazon prime is two shipping days oh Thank is you. it even for the dick yes it is you know, the dick can get here in 30 minutes or less, like motherfucking pizza, bitch. The fuck? <laughs> oh, so next we're at the bar that Lynn works at. It's definitely, this angle that they have, it kind of looks like a darkened version of 847. Mm-hmm. Just with the low lights. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mm. And William's looking to take somebody home tonight. But he's such mm. a cornball, so like, None of his moves are working. He don't got the swag. Mm-mm. And he even gets so desperate as to ask Len if they can restart their whole friends with benefits situation. What about you, Len? You want to revive our sex buddy arrangement? Uh-uh, we agreed that's over. Except in the case of a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> or unless I want to. And? And I don't. <laughs> which yuck disgusting and i forgot that had even been a thing i totally i forgot about that didn't we all just when i'm starting to forget but williams eyeing this shorty on the couch now i forgot there's actually two characters that we come across in this episode who are going to be major characters that are going to stick around for a while so i didn't know we were at this at this point yet we are it's really it's really interesting to see um, watching it in order like this. Mm-hmm. So William's eyeing this shorty on the couch and Lynn's like, you know, she drinks tequila straight. I don't think you can handle that. And so he's like, nah, watch me, watch me, watch me do my thug thizzle. So he goes over to the couch and we don't hear the conversation. Mm-hmm. He comes back. Well, they start laughing and then he comes back to the bar. She's like, oh, so any luck? He goes, 10, 15. She's like, what? He's like, 10, 15. I asked her what time it was. Because he does not have the guts to ask a girl out to have a one night mm. stand. Mm-mm-mm. Come on, but will people you? don't even ask for one night stands, though. Isn't it just some shit where you start talking and then. Yeah. Um, who, who asks for one night stands? I like, think you just. Well, William does because he ends up asking or trying to ask Monica. But you just kind of talk. And then you just catch the vibe. It's like, that's how, that's how it works. You can't plan stuff like that anyway. It doesn't make it fun. When it's spontaneous, it makes it a lot less corny, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Tony comes over to Joan's house, and she comes in hot. Joan, I know what you're up to. You can just stop it right now. Because I'm not interested in your party or your little party games or whatever other birthday surprise you have planned. I don't have time. I'm just... Here to pick up my gift, so wrap up my pate, give me my Neiman's gift certificate, and I'll be on my way. And Joan's like, okay. wait, 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 wait. Uh, why, why are you so presumptuous to think that mm. that you just? I'm just gonna give you some silly gift certificate, but she gives it to her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's when Tony's like, okay, cool, and she she tries to head out, and then Joan tries to chastise her and give her the real. Mm-hmm. she's like you need to stop getting hung up on these birthday things like she's getting hung up on the getting older thing and they get in this argument and this argument is kind of like it took a little it went a little long 
I am not that shallow. Yes, you are that shallow. I think I would know how shallow I am. Yeah, I think I would know too because I've been on the receiving end of it for the last 23 years. Well, I've been Tony Childs for the last 32 years. I think I would know the level of my shallowness. It was a little weird too for what it is. Like, like you're shallow. No, you're shallow. It's like, okay. <laughs> then you need to fill in the space, girl. Like, shallow. okay. Enough. Um, Tony says, well, I've been Tony Childs for the past 32 years, I think I know the level of my shallowness. And that's when we get a kind of a turn in the story. Mm-hmm. Now, any regular person would be like, oh, you just had a slip of the tongue and said you were 32. That's just, right. you know, we were arguing, you were talking fast, whatever, you misspoke. But right. Joan really gets seriously hung up on this. Very weird. Yeah, why do you think that is? Um... You know, Joan is very hung up on age, I think. And... Is she? Yeah, I remember she was the one that was making a big deal because she was turning like 29 or 30 or something and she wasn't married with kids. That was the thing in like the first episode or something? Early in the show, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yes, yes, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so to her, it's like, what did you just say? You said 32 instead of 31. And Tony's like... No, I said I was 31. And they argue about that for a bit back and forth. Yeah. And this part actually made me laugh hard. Like, this was funny. Uh, Joan says, Antoinette Marie Child, you tell me right now how old you are. And Tony (laughs) says, Joan, bitch Clayton. (laughs) I said I'm 31. (laughs) Yo, I... (laughs) because i was expecting to hear joan's middle name joan carol clayton so when she said bitch i totally forgot this moment existed in the show but yo that was (laughs) that was the funniest moment in this episode for me the botox stuff didn't really make me laugh that made me fucking laugh (laughs) maybe i'm basic call me basic i don't know but joan runs to tony's purse and grabs her id to check her age and then she jumps over the dining room table and Tony tries to chase her and Joan takes it out and guess the fuck what? She's 32 because Tony got left back in second grade. Yes. She got left back in second grade because she had to wake up early to milk cows. Right, because she lived in like the, 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 the suburban ghetto or something. She lived in the farmlands of Fresno and mm-hmm. child labor like Mm. what the fuck so yeah she's been lying about her age since she knew joan that's insane um (laughs) joan was like you've been lying since we were in fourth grade that she kept it going like that even as an adult through and no one told the truth like her mom didn't tell (laughs) joan the truth nobody in her family because i feel like joan and tony are close Mm-hmm. and that her mom would have been like like you buy a cake for for tony and you put the fucking numbers on there and someone she knows doesn't see the numbers and be like wait wait time out mm-hmm. you know i don't know i don't know how people <laughs> go that long with lying about your age um Child, these celebrities do it all the time <laughs> well, celebrities people sign ndas and shit you know what i mean ain't no tony child's realty person gonna be like yeah fourth grade signed an nda I don't know, but Tony tries to downplay it. She's like, ah, who cares about age? But Joan's making a really big deal about it because Tony is older than her. And Tony gets frustrated. She tries to leave the house. Tony called everyone to cancel the surprise party, but Joan called them 
to tell them it was back on. So, I'm done. as Tony's about to leave, she yells out, Roscoe's chicken and waffles! <laughs> and it's funny because people jump out from everywhere. That yeah, was some I'm like, good they hiding. They had that whole conversation. Oh, they heard it all. Everybody knows that she's 32. You No, everybody knows now. Mm-mm, and the mm-mm. fact that Joan knew that everybody was hiding and that they were going to hear that and she didn't care. She just wanted to, to get the information out. Like, that's kind of petty. Yeah, it was kind of Because she up. knew. Like, Joan. She knew everyone was hiding and they were hearing this. And she made a big deal about it like that. So everybody knows she lied else, about her age. What else could she theoretically have revealed? All right. Well, I don't, th- I don't think Tony has any other secrets. I just think that that age thing, that's it. I mean, they're not, they're not going to talk about her chlamydia for no reason. <laughs> like, what's, they're not going to bring that up for, for no possible reason. But the birthday thing, that was, everybody yeah. heard that shit. Everybody heard it. You mm-hmm. got left back in second grade because you, you had to wake up early to milk cows. So, mm-hmm. secrets out. So, this all continues. Like, Joan is on this fucking thing. This, what, age shaming? Is that what we're calling it? It's weird. It doesn't make any sense because a year is nothing. So, it's only a year. She's old. You old. Yeah, it's only a year. It's not a big deal. And there, it's probably not even a full year older. There's probably some months in between there or something. Yeah, like eight, nine months or something. Yeah. So, really. so Joan's at lunch with the girls and she's still got jokes. Tony ordered some soup and Joan's like, yeah, yeah. Good choice because you never know how that denture cream is going to hold up. So soft foods are key. And then Lynn at first tries to diffuse the situation. Joan, enough, okay? And Tony's our friend and we love her. We don't care how old she is. Besides, teasing her is elder abuse. <laughs> you don't want the Great Panthers filing lawsuits. <laughs> Do you know you heard of the Great Panthers? Nope. I have no idea what the fuck that is. I didn't get that one. Shout out, shout out to girlfriends for putting me up on what the Great Panthers are. I'm sorry if you guys knew and I didn't, but I just realized this was a thing. So it was an advocacy group that started in 1970 and they would confront ageism and other injustices, other social injustices uh, here in America. Okay. So they were like the, they were like the black Panthers, but more for older people for like 65 and up. Okay. Gray Panthers. <laughs> the gray Panthers. With the gray hair. I get Why it. don't we know more about the gray Panthers? Why don't we hear about this more? I get it. I we get need it. to know history. Like, I don't know. We just need, I, there's no reason I shouldn't have known that. But yeah, <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. And that's when Tony's like, you know what? I am old. I looked in the mirror this morning and again when I was in the ladies' room and it's gone. What's gone? My youth. <laughs> look at my face. Can't you see the lines? Damn. Tony, you look the same. <laughs> she looks the same to me. But you know, we only see her, you know, for 30 minutes on a show. She has to live with her face so she can, she sees things we don't see. So. Yeah, but now saying. that we got them HD cameras, we could see with them close up <laughs> big she, screen she TVs. <laughs> you can see their pores and everything. Hell yeah. <laughs> you can actually, what's really funny is like back in the day when I used to watch it on my small TV, um, you couldn't really notice their braces when they had braces. Yeah. But like with the big screen, like you could see the braces. Uh-huh. You can see all up in the braces. You could see, you could see the, um, the eyeballs, every line on the white part. Every eyes. line on the white part? Oh, the vein, the little vein yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah, that shit too, with them close-ups. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so 
Okay, Tony. I see you got some insecurities. We're going to talk about that later on when we get toward the end because I got some things to say about you, Tony. Mm, we finna get into some things. Oh, we got to get into some things. But anyway, Maya got gets her food and she comes back. She got her own little joke about Tony's age. She's talking about some black don't crack, but too bad black you cracked. Now, that's mean. Mm-hmm. That's the meanest thing that anyone said that at that table. And she didn't say I'm kidding afterwards. She just said it and then sat down. Why <laughs> damn? Like at least say you kidding shit. All right, like on oh, my bad girl or oh, LOL. Yeah, it's just jealous. It's all love. Like say something. <laughs> so Tony's like, listen, you won't be laughing for long because she's gonna get some work done. And they're like, oh my god, no. Oh my god, why? Like, isn't that normal in LA to get something done? Get some yeah. shit. Especially when you're on the scene. Yeah, she's a realty. So, like, you know, that makes sense for a realtor. It makes sense for a lot of people, regardless of what your um, <laughs> what your occupation is. Well, some in people LA, would they be, be doing like, that shit. Um, like, Joan's an attorney. I don't know if attorneys care about that. Like, Joan wouldn't be like, well, I got to get something done here and there so I can look good in court or, you know... What does Maya do? Oh, I got to look good being an assistant. So let me let me get my lips done or my whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like with realty, people tend to gravitate toward the beautiful looking realtors, the ones with the best teeth, the ones with the best hair and looks and blah, 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 which it doesn't matter when you're trying to get a car. I mean, excuse me. It doesn't matter when you're trying to get a house, but. That's just what people gravitate toward. They feel like that person's going to give them the best shot at getting the house they want and mm-hmm. things like that. It's it's all presentation. So mm-hmm. it makes sense for a realty. Right. Right. She mentions that she should get it done uh, when you're young because um, no one knows that you've been remodeled. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Okay. I, I could, like preventative. Yeah, I guess. But also because once you get it done, it looks like you grew into that. As opposed to like you've been looking a certain way for like 50 years of your life and then you come to work the next day and you don't look you look drastically different because the older you get, the more they'll have to change. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're young, you can do a little bit here and there and no one will really notice like that because like you're young. Tweak. Mm-hmm. But when you're older and everything starts sagging and then you come to work the next day and everything's like this, they're going to be like, oh, that's mad obvious. You obviously went to Dr. So-and-so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and got it done so i guess i guess that's what what she's talking about and she says she she knows someone who knows janet's surgeon <laughs> i think she means jan jackson i'm like why y'all had to put janet up in there like right. like what did miss jackson ever do to y'all yeah don't don't y'all don't need to don't, don't talk about do janet mom's the word on janet's anything she's gotten that's done right child they tried it well, now Joan's all serious. She's like, oh, my God, you've gone too far. And she takes the phone away from Tony because she's about to call the surgeon right now. And I'm like, oh, so now you care, bitch? Because you was just making mm-hmm. fun of her. Mm-hmm. Saying all these old jokes and shit. You ain't think it hurt her? You didn't mm-hmm. think it hurt her feelings? Um, so now she want to fix all the shit y'all was making fun of. And Jones mm-hmm. said she was kidding. And Tony's like, well, I'm not. Damn. Do what you want to do. They should just be supportive at this point. Just be like, if it makes you happy, get it done. That's all you can do. Mm -hmm. I hear that. 
But they're like, oh my God, Tony, you're stunning. Listen to me. No, she's like, oh, we were all saying earlier how you're like, you look the youngest out of all of us. And Maya's like, oh, oh, whoa, chill, chill, chill with that. Chill with that. Because um, Maya's like, nah, I'm 25, so. Okay. Nah. But Joan's like, I'm sick of you being 25. Come to find out, Maya's been lying about her age. Like the opposite way. She made herself older because she didn't want them judging her for having her child actually younger than what she said she was having him what? at. But one year older doesn't... <laughs> She should have said she was, well, I guess she, it's going to be harder to lie the more you go, but one year older doesn't make it less impressive that you have a kid. <laughs> like, oh, but having a kid at 24 as opposed to having one at 25, that's not much of a difference. Yeah. You know, that would have been uh, what she was going for, but whatever. Yeah. So she's been lying, uh, saying she's been 25 for like two years. So now she's actually mm-hmm. 25. So back at the bar, William and Lynn are talking. He's still trying to pick up girls. He watched American Gigolo and he learned a lot. So he's ready for action. Okay. (laughs) He says, uh, sit back and watch the American Willie show. And Lynn says she's already seen that, which is kind of gross. Kind of gross. And she gets kind of sentimental. I'm like, okay, uh, Lynn? You know, I don't know if I like this new ruthless William. I want you to go back to being yourself. Oh, she likes him when he was nice. And he's like, you know what? Being nice is what got me jilted at the altar. Mm. I forgot. What got him jilted at the altar? Um, Rushing into marriage? Man, that's what like got so him long jilted ago. was him not listening to old girl. And then instead of her just telling him, she pretty much just left him at the altar. He was being controlling. Yeah. Super controlling. Yes, it's all coming back to me. He lied about his mom. His, mm-hmm. He didn't tell his mom about her until like a few days before the wedding. Yeah. And was that even his real mom? Nope. We don't know if that was her on the phone. He said it was, but we don't know if that was the his real mom on the phone. Mm-hmm. But the one he brought to the wedding wasn't her. She was mm-hmm. an actor, a paid actor. But he's just like on a tirade. He's ready to go pick up a girl for a one night stand. And Lynn gives him the real on what a one night stand actually is. Because mm-hmm. it involves sex with a stranger and then you got to walk away. You can't be hanging on and and trying to hang out with them again and falling in love and shit. That ain't a one night stand. Mm-hmm. You got to snip, snip that hoe. You got to snip, snip. Okay. And he don't know if he can do that. But he says he can, actually. He says he can do that, but I don't believe it. So he walks up to this girl. And if you know this show, it is Keisha Sharp. Ooh. She plays Monica. And she's played a lot of different roles throughout the year. She's one of really great character actors. She is. I remember her on, um, there was an episode of SVU she was on in like season two, season one, um, where she played a witness. And there was also Why Did I Get Married, where she played Tyler Perry's housekeeper or something like that. There was a part she came in at the end where you were made to think that he was cheating on his wife with her. Mm-hmm. but he wasn't it was an interesting part but yeah she's she's been a lot of things um and she's monica in this and she ends up being the fourth girlfriend once tony leaves hmm. which i yeah, was never we, i was we, never we uh, about we don't acknowledge that part of the show but yeah i mean i acknowledge <laughs> it i just don't i just never thought of her as that she never fit in she never fit in like um like tony did 
Mm-mm. But we love her. We love her. Shout out to Keisha, friend of the show. So he goes up to her and he says, hi. I couldn't help but notice. Uh, I mean, uh, what I meant to say was, would you be interested? Yes. Yes, what? To what you're about to ask. You didn't know what I was about to ask. I think I do. <laughs> okay. Would you like to engage in some witty repartee first, or is this pretty much a done deal? <laughs> I'm not a haggler. I'm an impulse buyer. Mm. Hmm. Okay. So Monica is ready and willing to go with William. And they get up and they, they go get to business. So Lynn and Joan are getting ready for this movie. And um, they're just waiting on Tony to arrive. Maya is, is still getting ready in her room. We don't know what movie they're going to see, but it's a very expensive theater. And Joan paid for the tickets. So good to have someone like Joan around. Okay, listen. Free dates with your girlfriends? I- Joan just want to have friends. She'll do whatever to have friends. Child, yes. Free friend dates. They better than free regular dates because at least with the regular dates, you know, you got to fake it and laugh at their whack-ass joke with a friend <laughs> date. You just got to be cool and whatever. It's just, it's all the benefits with none of the headache. <laughs> yeah, you don't be like, so what's your favorite color? Oh, really? Oh, cool. Um, yeah, do like... fun. <laughs> Where do you work? Oh, you like it? Oh, cool. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's interesting. How did, how did that make you feel? Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> so, they waiting for Tony. Tony comes in late talking about, sorry, I'm late. She got a scarf around her head, like a neck, her chin, and her head, and she got on these shades. They big shades. Mm-hmm. And um, she takes off the shades, and what done happened to the girl? One of, one, one of her eyebrows is up, like all the way up. Like if it's up, then it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's up and stuck. All right. For real. Cause, uh, wowzer. It's, it's, it looks like, well, shout out to the makeup team for real. First off, shout out to the makeup team for creating that illusion with her eyebrow. That's real. That's real tight. Um, mm-hmm. but it looked like, do you smell what the rock is cooking mm-hmm. <laughs> her left eyebrow is super arched and lynn doesn't see it at first she's explaining what what theater they're going to and lynn looks at her and goes well you don't gotta look all suspicious at me <laughs> and tony's like oh my god you think i look suspicious i was hoping that i look curious or interested in what other people have to say mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah this is a very classic scene uh, from girlfriends a lot of people love this scene there's a lot of physical comedy with her eyebrow being askew and uh yeah it doesn't really took on my funny bone you know i laugh <laughs> more at joan bitch clayton than than this but uh, it kind of feels like they're overreacting to it in my opinion what do you think nah that's not an overreaction she looked crazy as hell <laughs> but did you did you okay obviously if i saw a friend look like that i'd be like yo something ain't right like Nah. I wouldn't go like, why you look suspicious? Oh, did you have a stroke? Like when Maya comes in talking about, did you have a stroke? Did she have a stroke? Do it look like she had a stroke, Maya? It's just nah, the eyebrow. I wouldn't, it? I wouldn't think she had a stroke, but I'd be like, girl, what the fuck happened in your face? The sh- one of the shit is up here, and I then the, the other shit. one is down I there. I was episode now. <laughs> I'm just saying they was all like. They couldn't talk. They couldn't speak. The audience is just going banana sandwich in this bitch. Yeah, they laughing like, like crazy. They had um cues. 
cue cards? No, nah, they didn't have cues. They, I don't think they did. <laughs> they was just free versing, improv whatever. Uh-huh. I think that if they made it look even worse, like if they had her eyebrow up here, they had like her cheeks really big here, (laughs) made it look, yeah, made it look a little more dramatic, I would have been like, yo, this is fucking hilarious. Like, Mm -hmm. like Stewie on Family Guy when he got uh, all his work done. Mm -hmm. But just the one eyebrow, I think they was going a little hard. And they, you know, she talks about how she was trying to erase 32. I just... Swung by a little Botox party. <laughs> but why? I was trying to erase 32, okay? And stop looking at me like that. Well, stop looking at me like that. See? See what the stuff you say to her has done, guys? Mm-hmm. <sighs> She's like, well, Joan's like, well, maybe you can balance it out with a little eyeshadow. Mm. Uh, when Maya comes in, she mentions she could probably put some tape on the other side <laughs> to make... <laughs> make the both look even i'm like damn that's actually a good idea that's actually a pretty good idea you you get a scarf to wrap around your head to cover the tape mm, or just cover your eyebrow in general if you put a scarf on your head as high as her eyebrow is and you can cover the you brows could, you could just cover the bro- both of them or if you know somebody who do good makeup who could just do the other side up too mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody who's good at makeup can just do the illusion do the other I, side I mean you got options it ain't, it ain't. You could wear a visor. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could wear a visor. And plus, y'all about to go to the movies. It's going to be dark in there anyway. So, anybody finna see nothing. Mm-hmm. But I guess people are kind of laughing because back then, surgery was still kind of taboo and Botox parties and stuff. So, they're like, oh, my God. It wasn't as, oh. um, I don't want to say acceptable, but, like, as popular, as normal as it as it is today. With the surgeries, yeah. the lipos, yeah, now, the Yeah, nowadays, getting a little bit of injections here and there, like, everybody do that that's not even that's just here at like la they're in la mm-hmm. um oh yeah maya says oh hell no in this she also um talks to tony and says have you thought of auditioning for the kabuki <laughs> i didn't find that funny either what's the kabuki i think it's an asian stage show oh i it's think like, i know what she's talking about yeah that shit what they it's a japanese dance drama it's a classical form of Japanese dance drama. Yes, guys, I just Googled it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what popped up first. So, yes. It's like a performing arts show with Japanese people. And they draw the eyebrows. Mad high. Yeah. Interesting. So, we're back at the jacuzzi. William explains to Lynn how uh, the one night stand with Monica went. Went the way it was supposed to go. Loved her up, left her wanting more with nary a glance backwards. She's like, damn, okay. Guess I was wrong about you. I thought you uh, you ain't have it in you. Thought she was a simp, but I guess you ain't. And he's like, well, that's the whole point of a one-night stand. But, you know, he capping because he admits that he's actually in love with Monica. And it's so cool because his face lights up and he's like, her name is Monica, and her sister's name is Mona, and uh, she's raised Presbyterian, but now she goes to a Methodist church, and she's got a degree in economics and one year of graduate school under her belt. Oh, and speaking of belts, she's got a blue belt in Taekwondo, but her favorite color is tangerine, and her favorite fruit, and she loves the Adriatic coast in Italy, and oh my god, Lynn, I think I'm in love. Her favorite color is tangerine, and it's also her favorite fruit. Ah, uh, no, that's way too convenient. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. So, um... After he explains that, we see Tony at the plastic surgeon getting a consultation 
from a character we'll see a lot more of later in the series. This is Dr. Todd Garrett, played by Jason Pace. Mm-hmm. He's a character actor who does mostly voice work. So he's been a lot of like kid stuff, uh, video games, things like that. This is one of the only things that he's done where he's actually like acting in it as opposed to just his voice. So it's cool. And so he's given Tony a once over checking out her. Uh, what the fuck she did to her eyebrow. And she's like, what can you do for me? And he says nothing. Mm-mm-mm-mm. She's like, well, I don't pay Beverly Hills rates to hear nothing. If you look closely, she actually put the um, the tape on her right eye to bring mm-hmm. up her eyebrow. And when I first saw the scene, I was like, oh, it looks like they're matching. Like, I was like, oh, it doesn't look as bad now. And then when they kind of show a close up shot, I'm like, oh, shit, it's tape. OK, that's why it looks so good. <laughs> so um, almost fooled me. So she suggests putting Botox in the other eyebrow to make it match. And he's like, nah, I can't match it because whoever did your eyebrows did them really badly. So it'll just have to wear off in a couple weeks. Uh, for two weeks. Mm. She, she's going to have to have this. That's that's crazy. And he says, hopefully I'll teach you not to go to any more Botox parties. I would never go to a party. A Botox party? Very weird. That's, um, I can't imagine that that's safe. Mm-hmm. With them needles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's like when people were having vaccination parties. Have you heard of vaccination parties? Oh, no, I have not. Fix it, Jesus. I'm sure people were doing them, like, in real life, but they did a story about it on uh, Law & Order Organized Crime. And they had, like, a party. Like, it was just a regular party. Like, a classy, upscale party. But they had doctors there giving out vaccines at the party. (laughs) Which is... Mm. I don't know. If you're not in a hospital or something, Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable there. But I'm not going to somebody's house to get my Mm -hmm. vax. That's just... Or I'm seeing these trucks with the vax. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do the trucks either. I need to be at a place. Yeah. A facility. Uh Uh-huh. But she's like, she goes to Botox parties because she works in real estate and she feels like it'll drum up business by going to parties. And so if she has to take a few misplaced injections to sell a house, then so be it. How crazy is that considering the world of injections right now and the controversy of that? Because mm. no, do we know what's in Botox? The Botox? The, the botulin, whatever? Do we know what's in it? Um, I'm sure if you looked it up, because it is FDA approved. But people don't go, well, let me look and see what's in it first. They just be like, oh, it does that to your face? Go ahead and shoot me up. No. Nah, you think people actually nah. check? I don't think, I don't people, think check. people check. I think it's just the thing where it's like, it's been happening for so long and nobody really, you know, you ain't going to die. So niggas is like, sure. <laughs> well, you don't know if you're going to die yet. It might take a few years for that shit to manifest. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think overall, since it's so non-invasive, it's like, eh. Go ahead, girl. Do your thing. The most you're going to do is look crazy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, so uh, he's like, she gives him her card. He goes, okay. But I don't know if I can trust a real estate agent who looks at me like she doesn't trust me. Mm-mm. And he starts to laugh. And if you guys know this show, you know that this might be the biggest laugh you'll ever see from this character in the whole series. Mm-hmm. I just realized that when I saw this, because this dude goes to Grumpy City for like the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. But 
um, in this scene when he's laughing at Tony and the way he's giggling is just the most endearing thing. Just you never see that. You probably won't see it again. Mm. So why did she marry him again? I have no idea because <laughs> he doesn't fit what I thought she Well, he do got mm. money. He's a doctor so that she likes that. Yeah, but he's um, so short. And it don't got nothing to do with him being white before y'all come in the motherfucking comments talking y'all <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so it's anything that like noise. that. Because she don't even like dark-skinned people anyway, so <laughs> his his color is is, is a non-factor. But he's a doctor. He He's white. He, he Jewish, so, so he got the he got the hookup. Shout out to Yeah, shout you know, a Jewish, Jewish doctor? You think, I mean, she finds out he ain't paid, but he got you know money he a doctor he white i mean you can look past the hype for that you can and then look when past she stood up and they were talking to each other i was like wow she's like way taller than him that's crazy it does look weird but you know you can't fight love you know okay <laughs> <laughs> um oh so he's laughing at tony and he's just giggling and tony's like listen your job is to fix my face and not call me on some half-ass attempt to fix my face. So I know the patient's bill of rights, and I have the right to physical augmentation on demand. On demand. Mm-hmm. She says, you're the expert, so tell me what I need. And he says, nothing. Okay. Which is true. I agree. He says... Look, let me be frank with you. I don't need your business. I have enough people coming to me hoping that I could make them one-fifth as beautiful as God has made you. Oh, well, God, and... Gold's gym four times a week. <laughs> what are my lips, though? See? About 2400 To get them reduced? No, that's what other women pay to get lips like yours. Which is very interesting, because, you know, the way a lot of these women look nowadays, they have a lot of her features. Yes, yes. They have a lot of the the, the black features, the, the lips, the, the the super tan skin, the BBL. Mm, that's all. Gosh, the tan, the spray it's tan. very black. I forgot mm-hmm. all about that. They ain't gonna say it though. They they they, they gonna twist their arm and say everything else except for that. But we know and we see you. Oh, we can tell. We can tell. <laughs> um, he says he wishes that he was four inches taller. That's what he would change about himself. Oh, Todd. I was four? thinking that too. I was yeah, like, man, you you could add a good seven to eight. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure?" Because a girl wears here. Uh, if a girl wears heels, she's towering over you. Even if you got that extra four inches, girl. Even if t- you wear flats, that nigga is short. Right, and he was four inches taller. You think she would still be taller than him? Yeah, or at least eye to eye. Yeah, I think they'd be they'd be eye to eye. But damn, she calls him a mean little man and. He tells her not to scare anybody on the way out. He opens the door and lets her leave his office. And we're back with Tony and Joan. And Joan apologizes for being so mean earlier. I'm sorry. I feel a little bit responsible for you spiraling into Botox land. (laughs) Me, of all people, I mean, I know what it is to have age issues. She understands the jokes like about age can be can be hurtful. Because she dated a guy who uh, was younger than her. I, I mm-hmm. think it's because she dated Chris and she realizes that those were those jokes came her way because of that. Mm. And then Tony talks about her insecurities. I know the world looks at me as stunning 
and thinks I have nothing to complain about, but the fact is, when I look in the mirror, I don't see stunning. Instead of seeing what's right, I see what's not quite right. I mean, I don't think I'm ugly. Come on, that'd be absurd. <laughs> it's just that I just think if I had a little more here and a little less there, it'd be perfect. Do you feel bad for Tony in this scene when she's explaining how she feels about her looks? Of course I do. Everybody has insecurities, even a badass bitch like Tony, you know? I thought about that too. When I watched it, I was like, damn, that sucks. But I also was thinking, aren't you the same woman, just what, two episodes ago, who went to a Weight Watchers meeting to show off how beautiful you were, to show off all this, as you say? Mm-hmm. To create drama and make um, make people at Weight Watchers feel bad about themselves? To start drama? <laughs> well, I mean, like she said, the girl obviously ain't ugly. Like, come on, let's be real. But <laughs> even the most beautiful people be having insecurities, you know? Okay, having insecurity, but why are you going to go and try to expose other people's insecurities or play on that for the need of drama? Oh, yeah, like, that was messy. how am I supposed to feel bad about you looking in the mirror and feeling a certain way when you went just a couple episodes to make fun of people who felt the same way about their bodies? Mm. I mean, this is this one's about the face. But yeah, 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 I feel you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's an insecurity that people have. Face, mm. body, whatever. It's an insecurity that you have to show when you go out in public. Mm-hmm. The people that Weight Watchers are trying to fix their weight, she's over at Botox Land, Mr. Todd Garrett, Dr. Garrett, trying to fix her face. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to feel bad for you, Tony, but you got to be nicer. Mm -hmm. You really do. (laughs) I'm just saying. So Joan's like, you know, it's a little crazy that you feel that way considering you're gorgeous. But we all have insecurities and we have the white man standard of beauty to thank for that. Mm. Amen. Oof. And then what she follow up with? Give her the follow up. She the said, one, two, knock them out. <laughs> she said, which the black men have adopted. Amen, Asian part men, two. Amen, part and three. And a growing number of Latinos. Amen, part four. Damn. Damn. It's the truth. Mm. Tony says, well, what do we do? And Jones says, well, we embrace our big booties and we move on. And Tony says, well, maybe I misconveyed something. But the big booty, that's your issue. My ass is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Look at the difference of discourse around big booties 20 years ago to now. Look at it's that. It's so different because I'm thinking, okay, just because she got a big booty don't mean it's an issue. She could still have a fabulous booty and it's big. Right. right. You have a big, fabulous booty. Can you not have a big, fabulous booty? You can't. I think the thing back then was like, oh, well, if it's big, then it's probably sloppy and da 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 But nah. They just want a fat ass now. Yeah, it's different now. Back then, they want, I guess they wanted it tight. They wanted it tight. That small, tight booty. Yeah. Um, so once once they're done talking about booties, we get to our last scene where Maya's in the jacuzzi again. But this time, he's brought over Monica. And Monica's really giving the girls something to look at with this bikini here she is really giving them a run for their money she Mm -hmm. has she she looks very fit in her bikini she's got the body oh body yaddy 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 but she looks really annoyed and (laughs) maya's like oh just so you know we're just friends me and william more like big brother little sister like i don't want him i mean he's a good guy but i don't want him you know so 
she clarifies all that so uh william explains that you know we're hoping to get in the hot tub and maya's like yo i'm you know i'm still going through some things so um i think i'm gonna need the hot tub tonight but then we see jabari and his friend pop up they got snorkels on Mm-hmm. snorkel gear and you know what's funny if you look at one of the shots you see them like lingering under the water like waiting <laughs> to pop up i'm like yo it's hot like you ever been under the water in a jacuzzi nah, just hanging out tub, yeah that shit hot as hell your face gonna be on fire <laughs> so I, I don't know if the water is actually hot in the jacuzzi or what but that can be super uncomfortable but jabari and his friend pop up and he goes, hi, Uncle William. And that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, it's one of the highest rated episodes of of Girlfriends of the series. So, you know, I get why it is. It just it doesn't match with my type of comedy, but I can definitely see why people like it and why people got a laugh out of it. Definitely. So, Etsy, what is your oh, hell yes moment of the episode? My oh hell yes moment is when Tony and Joan are sitting down and Antonia is like, well, who made these realistic standards anyway? Well, unrealistic beauty standards anyway. And then Joan goes, well, the white man started it and then the black man followed and then the Asian man followed. And now the Spanish <laughs> nigga's trying to get up on that shit too. I said, oh hell motherfucking yeah. Yo, that's mine. Oh my god. Boo, you whore. Oh my god. I get that kind of hate (laughs) shit. Because I pissed a fucking hell yes moment. Yo, but that's the one moment where I I, I think I paused it. I was like, what? Okay. Okay, Joan spitting the facts. She may as well look at the camera and been like, listen. It's the white man. Like she may as well look directly dead at us in the camera when she said it, because it seemed like she was talking to me and whoever else is watching this shit. Because that was a word. That was a mm-hmm. word for real. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have one tweet that made me go, "Huh?" From Mary talks too much. Mary says, "I'm watching girlfriends, and they threw a fit when they found out Tony was 32 instead of 31." making so many old jokes that she went and got Botox. This is why women have problems regarding age. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the only reason, but mm-hmm. it is a thing. It is mm-hmm. definitely a thing. And you know, what's funny is you did mention that Joan is the same way. She she gets really um, worried about age and w- whether she's at her marks and whether she's accomplished certain things. So... It is funny that she would even make fun of Tony in this way. But yeah, it's it's perpetuated in a lot of TV and uh, media that we see this standard, mm-hmm. which is kind of scary because um, nowadays, if you want to keep up with the girls, you, you got to get something done. I'm, I was just about to say, like, you better save up your coins out here because it's not the same standards. Like I was looking at photos of celebrities from like like we were talking about like 20 years ago and it's like they look very pretty but they still look normal does that make sense like just a beautiful person that you would see they don't look done up right Mm, mm. now they look very done up 
And yeah. I don't know if that has to do with the technology that we have, the HD cameras, the us constantly seeing them, them constantly seeing themselves, not only in social just media now, TV, you can but just go online media. and see pictures of you like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just very, very, um, it's given very GMO. It's not given organic. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i see what you mean because like you see we all are you know we're aging ourselves you know so we see each like non-celebrities and how they age but i'm not trying to put j-lo out here but there's no reason j-lo should look like she does at 50 whatever yeah that's like that's crazy and she's talking about it's olive oil j-lo don't play in our face trolling don't play in our face yellow yeah, but like if you ever seen like um golden girls i know you don't watch golden girls which you should you will love it and you will thank me later they were around the age where it's like mid to late 50s and the way they look compared to how the women of the mid to late 50s look nowadays mm-hmm. it's like, I'm like, looking at like gabrielle union and shit like yeah she, she would have been same. on golden girls like coming up her and j-lo are the same age, almost the same age as golden girls was when they started the show but they don't look the same they looked old and gray and the women of today that are that age look like they're in their 30s gabrielle union still looks the same as she did when she was in bring it on and that's no cap that is oh yeah she does no cap. she definitely does i don't know i mean i can't say that any of these people had stuff done i don't know i can't say for sure but I know they got some kind of facial routine, at least some kind of skincare, something secrets that they using, um, mm-hmm. waxing something or other, skin peels, mm-hmm. chemical mm-hmm. peels, something, something. There's the something water. going on. It's something that we can't get access to without mm-hmm. without spending a cute coin. You know what I mean? Miss Angela Bassett too. What's up with that? Angela Queen Bassett. <laughs> she got a whole that? diet that we. I ain't about to do that. I mean, I want to look how she looked, but the way she explained her diet, I can't. Queen, Yo, you I saw can't. that clip too, right? She was so, yeah. so specific. I'm like, damn. I had, I had her for a little bit. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then the more she got into it, I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm tapping out. Ain't no way I'm giving up all that. <laughs> now, if y'all paying me, how you paying her? Like, if you making half a million dollars per episode, Get I might, it. you know, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. But until that moment comes, I can't do what you're doing, girl. I have to keep my carbs. I got to keep my carbs. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Sorry. But shout out to you, Queen Bassett, friend of the show. Friend of the show. So next week, episode is called Star Craving Mad. And we meet another character that's going to be around for a minute. So that's mm-hmm. going to be cool. And uh, until then, you know, make sure you rate, subscribe, review on all platforms, including Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and leave us a review. We'll read it here on the show and we'll shout you out because we really care about you as a listener. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Etsy? No, follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Twitter at Hell Yes Girl. That's our that's our handle. Yeah. On the Twitter, as we call yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hit us up. We'll be putting some cool stuff on there, uh, polls and things like that. You know, just continuing the conversation after we finish the show. So check us out on there. But until next week, I am Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. 
And we'll see you when we talk about Star Craven Mad. Bye.